along to our first session here on Full Time. Yes, you've got us here once again. Want to send a shout out going out to our sponsors, Race Craig Motors. Of course, they are down there on Grey Street. We welcome all off. We welcome to our show, of course, first of all, uh, Mr. Reno Wilkinson up there in Puddle. Morena Reno. Yeah, Morena, Morena, boys. Always good to be back on full time from my beautiful Puddle today. Mate, it was a chilly start. Good frosting. We've got blue skies to enjoy. Also joining us from over there in Australia, we have our mate um, JT, Jason Tafifirangi. Morena, bro. Oh, morning to Captain Keithy. Lovely to be on the show once again. A cracker day here on the Goldie. She's going to be up around the mid mid to late 20s. And uh, can't wait for tonight. Bring it on. Absolutely. Now, Reno, um, you're, you're, you're having a busy day. I mean, almost every day for a while will be busy, but your weekends are pretty full, aren't they? Uh, especially today, eh, bro? Yeah, definitely, mate. Uh, last night we brought in the uh, Heartland team, uh, widened up a bush in Northland under-14s. Uh, big day here at Pidal Domain. Continues on for the Meads Cup in the Heartland Championship. The Teens Valley boys are out there. And, yeah, had the teams come in last night, put on a big kite for them. He should do it at Marae. Everyone knows all about the Manaki tongue and everything like that when it comes to Marae. Uh, today we just finished just right now as I speak to you. We just wrapped up the breakfast. And our teams are getting focused to... Uh, Get ready for the game against the Swamp Foxes in the under-14s. But just good camaraderie, listening to a few of the old... St- oh, no, I've gone and cut off um, our man Reno Wilkinson. But, however, hopefully Reno will uh, ring back um, very shortly. Uh, yeah. And Sorry, we've got we've got <laughs> a little bit later, better, better late than never, I suppose, Ra Walker. Morning, bro. Oh, well, I was watching the game last night as we were a lot of other people there, Keithy. So, uh, you know, I just thought I'd sort of sleep in a bit because we've got another big one uh, coming up tonight with our national side. And look, what a great start to the tournament. The only, the only issue I had with that first up game, there was something about that, that ground, that stadium they played in that kind of reminded me of home here. You know, it was a sign. Uh, stadium, but there's a something kind of uh, small townish about it. You know, it's not like the um, the, the stadiums in Australia or, or in Wales or you know even England for that matter. Um, but a good, I uh, could see a great crowd, and uh, look, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the match, and uh, you know, expected Japan to win it, and they did. So, uh, but good on the Russians. You know, they won't he, be rushing anywhere in a hurry. This guy only just gets in. He gets in, not just... He just gets in late, by the way. Gets in oh, late. Yeah, the and then straight away goes to something that we haven't even started talking about. Last few minutes of missing the start of the show, you Well, we weren't even talking about that yet. We, we, we were still building up to it. Sorry, um, Reno, of course... Um, uh, our mate uh, Ra Walker came on and I accidentally cut you off by putting him on. Wish it was the other way around. But, yeah, look, uh, now he's trying to blame me for his, uh, his uh, knowledge of uh, the, the technical stuff now. <laughs> anyway, uh-huh. uh, my fault to the arena. You still there, bro? Yeah, back here, mate. You're yeah, all good. I'm not too sure where we left off, but I think you're asking me uh, busy times ahead. And yes. Yeah, like last night, as I mentioned, I'm not too sure if you caught it, but we've got uh, wider up a bush in town. Heartland Rugby down at the part of the main teams on the Swamp Foxes. Also got the Northland on the 14s and uh, stayed at the Marae last night. Did the big kai for them and everything like that. Uh, Whakawhanaungatanga. You know what it's like when it comes to the Marae, bro. Uh, Manaakitanga, everything like that. Yeah. And we just finished breakfast uh, for both teams. So they were already an amp to go. Um, Whited up a bush. Uh, looking forward to the big game against the Swamp Foxes. Early kick at 1 o'clock. So they can uh, catch their flight to head back home down to Masterton and watch the All Black game later on tonight. Under-14s, I don't normally have a representative team, 
So we thought as Tens Valley Union, we'll uh, get some kids together up in the north, make a team, bring them on down and have a bit of a hit out, just to give them a bit of a feel. And uh, we've been doing that quite a bit as a Tens Valley Rugby Union, uh, building up teens, girls and boys, and giving them the opportunity to have a game. And of course, uh, you know, you're also really busy campaigning because we've got the um, local uh, body elections coming up very, very well upon us very shortly, uh, isn't it, Reno? So, you know, that's that's another thing that you're, you're really busy with too, isn't it? Yeah, it's been pretty full on, mate, since I threw my name in the hat uh, about over a month ago, I guess. Uh, we've had our Meet the Candidates evenings. Uh, yeah, out with my flies, walking the streets of the town. Uh, got some of the whanau helping out as well, getting into the letterboxes. A lot of media stuff coming into this. And it's hard, mate, when you go into town to get something to eat and everyone wants to talk to you, especially the elderly folk. And, look, it took me all my time just to get to the Marae when I called in to pick up some stuff. Everyone talks to me about the local pool. Can we have it 24-7? I said, mate, I've got to get into the council. But, yeah, it's a uh, busy time. Uh, voting started now. You should have got those in your mailboxes as of yesterday. And it goes through to the October twelfth. Right, yes, busy times uh, for 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 you, indeed. Now, um, uh, JT, your your favourite uh, rugby team, East Coast, of course, they travelled down to uh, Wanganui today uh, to play down there. Um, uh, it's going to be another tough one, but I tell you what, Wanganui not not been doing too well, uh, quite frankly. In fact, this has been a horror, nearly a horror season for them. Um, hasn't it? Uh, but, uh, well, they've still got a chance of maybe getting an, a win for, for the season, eh, bro? Yeah, well, let's hope that horror season continues for the boys at Cook Gardens in Wanganui, and hopefully East Coast can break that drought five years, mm. five and a half years, running out of games mm. to, try and, uh, to mm. try and end what is a truly hard time for the players and supporters. Well, I watched a bit of the game on uh, Radio Ngati Pro right. last week with Paul de Brooking commentating yes. and yeah, just unlucky. The boys uh, were in the hunt, but just couldn't quite, um, you know, ice the cake. Yeah, I know. Just a shame, eh? And, of course, um, today, uh, Ra, our boys, the Poverty Bay, they play uh, Mid-Canterbury down there at Rugby Park, eh? Um, should be a... You know, what was for some reason, Poverty Bay, especially last weekend, against... Um, who did they play? Um, Mid-Canterbury? No, not Mid-Canterbury. Uh... Wider up a bush, up against wider up a bush, man. They were just so close. In fact, they started getting onto a roll, but uh, yeah, just uh, not quite happening for them um, so far, eh? Yeah, well, that's the mixed fortunes of uh, Willie Wicker's boys there, Keithy. And, uh, you know, a little bit sad that uh, the Red and Whites of the Bay boys haven't been sort of finding that form that uh, we are know they are capable of uh, season in, season out. And um, given our, our club structure and size and, and uh, you know, compared to some of the other unions um, in the competition, we were expected to, 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 to do a lot better. In fact, you know, we, we're sort of uh, usually um, expected to be up there with the likes of Wanganui's because of our, our city population but not to be and that's the mixed fortune to rugby and uh, maybe a good thing too it's that sort of David and Goliath battle and um, you know if the Bay don't sort of start making a few inroads and, and uh, getting a few wins well they could uh, sure find themselves towards the bottom of the heap well yeah they they, they certainly do of course uh, Tim's Valley they're still around mid-table though uh, I, um, I, uh, there uh, Reno yeah, mid-table, mate. Uh, always tough, though, when you're defending the cup and everyone's after your uh, head on the chopping block, as some would say, and they've had some narrow wins. You know, last week, only a one-point loss against North Otago. You turn the clock back mm. over the years. 
uh, the Port Valley Boys used to get hammered by 50 yes. points. Mm. So uh, it's there or thereabouts. Uh, they lost the opening game to you guys, uh, and it was just they were just rubbish that day. And yep. come along, had some good wins after that, beat Wanganui, and also uh, gave it to the Coasties. But um, yeah, another game, one o'clock. Look forward to it. It's like uh, the bush is in town. What's that saying, boys? They bring back the bush. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> so uh, that's ha- happening at Pyrrhor, um is Yeah, Pyrrhor Domain, yeah, one o'clock today, earlier time, so they can uh, catch their flight and get back down home, and um, they all want to watch the All Black game. Of course they do. Who does? Yes, of course they do. Uh, tell you what, though, was it... <laughs> Before we do get on to the World Cup, because we're we're gonna we're just gonna savor it till later, there, Mister Al Walker. So just hold your horses. Savor it. It's already started, Kenny. Once I'm done talking about it, it'll be over. I know. I know. Yeah, yeah. Keep keep talking rugby. You started, but you want to keep going. <laughs> okay. Well, we we'll we might as well then. Um, no, 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 no. Let's sort of savor it for later on. Yeah, I. I no, no. Get on with it. You got you. You come in late, Ray. Oh, sorry, shut up. <laughs> Let's talk rah rah. Get it out of the way, then move on. Oh. Well, it was only in Japan and, and the Soviet Look, Union, Canterbury or whatever it was. Season's over. Canterbury, right, right, okay. Yeah. Two them, so. What a great game! Yeah. I watched that game um, on Thursday night. Boy, yep. that was one heck of a game. Lao Marpi, and I tell you what, because uh, I think they were up by about twenty-seven. I think was yep. the score at um, half time. Round about then, and they were just lucky enough to to score some more points because Canterbury started getting on a roll. And you know, when they start getting on a roll, that's when you got to watch out. So I think Manawa too, but they've been having one heck of a season so far this season, aren't they? Haven't they, um, Reno? Yeah, yeah, they've been playing really well. You know, they struggled a bit only the weekend before against the old Stags down in Invercargill, but got through in the end. Um, and had a good win over the, uh, even though it was a bounce of the ball over the back of the fullback. Uh, just one of those things. That's what the overball does, and they come through with the win. But Nani's been playing outstanding. The teams to watch out for is uh, Tasman, yeah, oh, and for sure. also uh, Hawks Bay. Hawks yeah. Bay had a good win over Taranaki last night. So, mate, that's pretty good. And um, been watching the Farrah Cup as well, and yes, and it's all going. Then you got the World Cup on top. Yes, I know. So much rugby. So much rugby, indeed. Yes, rugby, rugby, rugby. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's, there's a lot of it, and. Uh, I don't know. Sometimes you can get a bit overwhelmed by it. What do you reckon, Ra? Yeah, you, you can, Keith. The, uh, you know, as much as, as we love radio, uh, rugby, uh, with the exception of JT, probably, um, you can get inundated with uh, too much footy. And uh, look, the, the only the only the only games I care about are the World Cup because it comes around what every three four years. So you know, my focus of attention is on that until after the the, the tournament. But um, there are those other games uh, still being played. So I suppose uh, you know we have to make mention of them because they're just as important and they're the foundation and the building blocks of uh, you know what these players aspire to become, which is the All Blacks, etc. So, uh, yeah, get out there and support your team. It's going to be just... Um, I know, it's real hard, especially for rugby fans in this country. They've got to watch <laughs> the World Cup, obviously. They've got to watch, um, you know, the, the Heartland Championship as well. And then most um, have their favourite uh, Minor 10 Cup um, team, or also uh, A-Reno. Yeah, exactly, mate. You know, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's like it's overwhelming, actually. Yep. It's just yeah, over the top, eh? It's it so is much a bit. Rugby. It's been all year, though. Yes, yes. It's like it hasn't stopped, you know. So it's 
more for choice for rugby fans, for rugby nuts out there, mate. Yeah. And I, I dare say most are like you, eh, Ra? They've just, just pretty much just chosen to watch the World Cup, eh? Yeah, yeah, true, Keithy, um, because as, as I said, you know, that comes around every so often, so um, you'd be a mug uh, not, not to catch it. But, uh, you know, even though we know JT loves his league and he's he's he's, a, he's patriotic about it, uh, that's why I like watching league. Sometimes when there's too much rugby, it's just a break away from, from the norm and, uh, you know, just to watch a code that's slightly different but similar. But, um, you know, and, and there's a different dynamic about watching league as opposed to watching union, um, as JT would attest to probably, but... Uh, it, it's just uh, it's just a good time out sort of thing, but uh, you know ultimately we come back to the World Cup. Uh, that's what it's all about. And uh, uh, look, our boys tonight, and uh, you know rumours floating around that the old spark coverage isn't too fantastic. So take that as all I'll say. Uh, well, it's been a mixed bag, eh, hey, um, Reno? It's kind of been yeah. a mixed bag, really. Obviously, some people aren't liking it. Some people are just loving it, and well, uh, some. Others just don't really give us stuff, I suppose. What do you reckon, Reno? Yeah, no, totally right, mate. Look, the reality is they've got the contract. Uh, you're either going to watch it, buy into it or not. And if you don't, well, you get to watch it on a delay on TV1. Um, it's just what you have to accept, unfortunately. Yeah. It's just what it is. Uh, and there's nothing you can say, do you? can uh, be a keyboard warrior and rubbish the hell out of it, or you can like it. End of the day, that's the opportunity for you to watch it and... Now the deliverer. That's well, all it is. Yeah, you well, can't change it. Some people uh, enjoyed the coverage by watching it through streaming, and there were a number of other people that just, you know, it was either freezing up for them or it wasn't quite working. Um, it's, uh, I don't know, it's kind of like a, a very much a mixed bag, but uh, obviously what, what was great was we were able to watch um, the game live on TV1 the way that we like to, eh, Ra? Well, it's it's sort of like Freddie Eckes here, and I got to be honest. Uh, you know, I'm sort of in a, in a different camp. Like, if I'm paying for something, I want to make sure I get my money's worth. Uh, you know, I just want to sit back and go with the status quo and think, oh, they'll fix it and get it right. Heck, once you pay, you know, a dollar for something, you want to make sure you get that dollar back in return. And uh, if it was Freddie, yeah, yeah, we, we probably saw rubbish from them in Maine, but we pretty much wouldn't have two feet to stand on. But you know, as soon as you engage in some sort of contract where you're forfeiting your hard-earned cash, um, you know, it sort of opens a, a new bigger tricks, but yeah, as Reen and, and you guys say, it is what it is. Um, you can't maybe wave your, your magic wand, but the, you know, if it can't, continues on, um, especially with the AB game tonight, um, the other games you could probably get away with murder, get away with it, but uh, you know, not our national team, but uh, yeah, hopefully um, they, they, they get it sorted. Um, if not, uh, yeah, you just have to be like everybody else and watch it on the free to air delayed. Now, um, Ra, um, JT, Ra kind of brought up an, an interesting point that there, you know, there are certainly differences when it comes to to league and rugby, isn't there? Um, uh, though a lot of people, and I'll tell you what, and in my mind, certainly, um, I prefer to play league and watch league than, than rugby because it just is so stop start, eh? What stop? What stop start? <laughs> rugby. <laughs> Oh, look, it is what it is. Uh, I mean, you know, people have their own preferences, and I'm not, I'm not going to rubbish one for liking one and not the other. It's uh, I just prefer league, always have and always will. Um, and in regards to the Rugby World Cup, um, you, you know, we get to watch it here on Foxtel. So I did mm. at the end of last night's um, uh, NRL game switch over, watch the end of the Russia-Japan game. And, right. And I'll probably do the same tonight because my team's playing a, a bit the similar time as the All Blacks. But, yeah, I'll definitely watch it a little bit later as it gets towards the point again, like the semi-finals and, and the final and... 
uh, and they used to watch the Hucker religiously in the anthem, but um, even the Hucker has gone to the gone to the pack, sure. in my opinion, these days. Mm, mm, but sure. um, yeah, no, mate, it's, it's each to your own. People like rugby, people like rugby league, people like soccer. So it is what it is, and um, yeah, good luck to you. Now, uh, boy, what an opening um, uh, match, though, eh? What an opening night. Uh, also, I've just saw on Facebook that some of the Japanese were practicing doing the Russian national anthem to help support rugby, and, and that's just uh, that's just really awesome, isn't it, Reno? Yeah, it is, mate. You know, the whole thing. Uh, yes, we know it's about the game, the on the field stuff, but off the field, mate, their country's just doing so much isn't to make it, it culturally, mm. you know, there uh, the opening itself. Uh, when they showed the uh, characters coming out, reminiscing on the volcanoes and everything. You can see modern technology. Why wouldn't you when you think of Japan and the Asian country? First Asian country in Rugby World Cup history to host this event. Yeah. And they turned on a great little opening there. And, you know, I I still remember in my head watching it when they came around announcing the countries, the 20 countries who made up this tournament, got to New Zealand. The crowd was just blowing, you know, it was crazy. So, um, yeah, that was good. I enjoyed the opening, mate. Short, sharp, and simple. And had the two gentlemen uh, opening up at the end there and the Japanese man. And very culturally, it's uh, it's it's big. It's massive. Huge. What did you reckon, yeah. Ra? Yeah, and, uh, you know, good on the Japanese. As we know, uh, as a people, they don't do things by halves, uh, you know, which is why they're probably one of the, uh, the, the, the more wealthier countries in the world. And, uh, you know, that's how meticulous they are. They like to break down something and try and find out how to put it all back together again. Sadly, they haven't done that with rugby yet, but uh, you give them a few years and, and they may sort of uh, get somewhere near the top. But I think uh, against them is the fact that they're not a very big people, even though we see a lot of uh, sumo wrestlers, you know, who are the size of some of our props, etc. cetera, um, that, that would probably count against them. Even though they reckon the average Japanese is growing, uh, you know, because of the European diets, but uh, that's a sort of uh, something for the future. But no, good on them as, 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 as a country and, uh, you know, the first Asian country. So he's hoping it spreads the game in that particular part of the world. I reckon uh, you give it to China next, they'll just take it away. Uh, uh, well, well, I love that. Um, and, well, let's talk about the game because it was one heck of a game. You know, it started off so well. Um, and it, what, what did you think of the game itself there, Marino? Yeah, good game, mate. Uh, I tried to stay awake and I'm going to be honest here, I fell asleep because I've been busy like you yep. uh, talked about right at the start. And mm-hmm. I watched the opening and watched the first say, 20 minutes of the game, I just couldn't keep my eyelids open, mate. Uh, they got the better of me, so I only saw that part of it. I did see the end result, but um, Rao must really be able to tell you more, bro. Sorry, but, yeah, I've just been tired. What did you reckon of the game, Rao? Yeah, I actually enjoyed it for for first uh, a hit out, you know, and uh, no doubt the, the Japanese crowd did as well. They were right behind their side, and uh, you know I've never seen Russia play before, yeah. so that's always interesting to see a, a newbie country. And uh, look, they they weren't too bad. I think uh, rugby back in in the old days in, in the Soviet Union was dominated by a lot of military personnel, so they had some really big boys there. But yes. uh, you know, after communism uh, kind of subsided a little bit, uh, they've just gone back to who they've got left. Uh, in terms of, of a player base, so you know the grain, the, the game is taking off over there. And even though they, they lost to the Japanese, I think uh, you know there's um, there's there's sort of good things for for their country. But good on the Japanese, a, a great start. He said they can go all the way. It'd be great for their nation. I mean, they're scrummaging for a start. I mean, they, I guess we can point to there because obviously they play in, in a well against other countries such such as like Romania and, and those sort of countries, Georgia. 
you know, we're, we're, we're there traditionally strong in the scrum and and in the forward, you know, pretty much up front, uh, aren't they? Um, and so, you know, after, uh, well, they scored their first, the, the, when the Russians scored their, their try, which is the opening try, um, boy, that kind of, uh, you know, sent a, I think a bit of nervousness, and I wouldn't say panic, but it was a little bit of panic in, in the Japanese uh, ranks there for a little bit there, eh? Yeah, yeah, Keithy. I mean, even I was sort of taken by surprise. I thought the, the Japs would uh, dominate from kickoff, but uh, the Russians came out of uh, nowhere and, and they pulled one out of uh, the hat. So, you know, good on them, but it didn't last, sadly. Once the Japs got up their, their momentum and uh, a lot of their uh, sort of import kind of players who are, who are now, you know, Japanese nationality, um, you know, they ended up taking taking the match. But, uh, look, uh, good to see. And, uh, you know, from the minnows of, of world rugby, um, that's what it's all about. I'm glad it wasn't a kick, kick affair, and uh, you no. know he's hoping that the the tournament itself carries on in that same light. Yes, that's very true. It wasn't a kick kick affair, wasn't it? Was it? It was really a lot of up up front, especially from the um, from the Russians in particular. They were trying to carry the ball up front, and not just that, but the Japanese were trying to get in behind um, the the Russian defense, which you know suits more their game and was you know quite dynamic at times, wasn't it? Well, they got Jamie Joseph as the coach of the Japanese uh, Kiki, mm. so maybe that little bit of uh, all-back influence. And as for the Russians, I think they had a, a Scottish joker, so, uh, you know, that that didn't sort of uh, impact on, on their play. They tended to throw throw it around like how we play down south here. So yep. good to see. Not that Northern Hemisphere style. That is boring. <laughs> that truly is. Uh, I'll tell you what, though. was was a really good game. Um, at, at the end of the day, Obviously, um, both teams, I think, can be very, very proud of, of what they've done uh, for rugby. But uh, I know, um, without doubt, Japan really, really, really happy about uh, coming away with the win, even though it wasn't, you know, it wasn't the greatest. There was a lot of errors from both teams. But, uh, yeah, and obviously the fitness with the, the Russians, I thought, um, needed a bit of um, helping out, eh? Well, yeah, they weren't rushing around too much after the match. They looked a little <laughs> bit, uh, you know, on the tired side, the old uh, Ruskies. But look, they'll learn. It, it's all a, a sort of a, an evolving kind of experience for these minnow teams, and especially, you know, sides like Russia. But the Japanese have been there, done that so many times. They should have some sort of decorum and uh, knowledge of the game. And when you've got that Kiwi uh, coach around in the mix and, uh, you know, a few expat Kiwis as well and foreign players, um, they, they should actually play a, a lot better so as I, as I said hopefully they can uh, go the distance it'll be great for rugby in Japan and, and great for rugby uh, you know for the lesser known countries. Today Reno um, Fiji Aussie uh, should be a good game mate. I think you're predicting Fiji will win is that right? Yeah yeah, mate yeah, I want to see an upset eh? I want to see Michael Checker throw all his toys out the cop and uh, we have a good laugh at him up in the uh, coach's box and um, I want the Wallabies to fall over, Rackles and the Wobblies, <laughs> and I'm hoping uh, that's what's going to happen to them. So it's a bit of a bulla bulla for me, mate. I hope they can run rampant and and really do it to them because um, once the Wallabies get a bit of a heads up in this mm. World Cup, remember, look, they were mm. finalists four years ago. Mm-hmm. They were hopeless at Super Rugby building up to that. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, yeah, no, nah, I want the bulla bulla boys to uh, knock them around, man. What do you reckon, uh, Ra? 
Oh, yeah. In fact, I, I tend to bandy around your phrase quite a bit, Keithy. I hope they carve them up. Okay. And they, uh, you know, do it well. And, um, look, it's going to be a great match. And, and, you know, we can expect that from the Bulla Bulla boys, uh, you know, to pull that proverbial uh, rabbit uh, out of the hat. And, uh, you know, they can beat they can beat the Wobblies on, on, on the day, I reckon, if, uh, you know, because these are the first-up matches. Um, if you can set that tone and lay that foundation, they could sneak up on the Wobblies and, and, and make them wobble and knock them over. But... Uh, that'll be a watch for space and uh, you know they've got to do it from kickoff if not uh, the Wallabies they're just going to sort of uh, run right over them France and Argentina Reno mate I want to be in the crowd you know this yes yes I want to be in there for certain reasons and it's not the rugby <laughs> um, hey you know yeah I think the Argentinians uh, what they've shown through Super Rugby and the Hagawares and in the recent international series I've got to go the Argentinians um Look, support the Southern Hemisphere teams. What about you, uh, Ra? Uh, Ra? Oh, well, you know, Reen's right about one thing, you know, when you, when you get two Latin countries like mm. that up against each other, uh, you know, some of the senoritas uh, are quite easy on the eye. And look, I tell you, they're, they're quite boisterous fans too. You see that in soccer and, and rugby's no different. But um, on the field antics, yeah, I think uh, I think it's going to be a good match. And, uh, you know, always good to see, uh, you know, a couple of uh, non-English speaking sides sort of take, uh, take on each other. Um, and then we'll just have to see what, what the outcome is. But, uh, you know, it could go either way, probably. Now, for the All Black South African game, I'm actually going to put money. Still haven't. I, I just remembered that I'm going to put money on the a draw against the South Africans and the um, All Blacks. Um, what do you think, first off, first off, Reno? Yeah, yeah, mate. Uh, it is the big game. It's what we look forward to. Uh, the build up to this pressure's on us. I know. I talked about South Africa. Mate, I'm All Blacks all the way through and through. I've got my All Black beanie hat on today. Mm. So, um, all the way, mate. All the way. Uh, Ra? Well, not, not that we endorse gambling of any type, shape or form, Keithy, but uh, no, I'm, I'm going to go with our boys uh, to, to put up a, a reasonable score. I won't say a big score. Uh, I'd like to see a big score, but I think the, the first up match and, uh, you know, given um, what's what's been happening over there so far in terms of the start of the tournament, I think our, our team will play it closer to the chest. But, uh, you know, if they do those basics uh, right and, uh, and if they get that flow on going... Well, uh, I think a, a draw will be further from their minds. It could even be a, quite a quite a good score, uh, I, I hope. Okay. Well, we're going to go to a break. We'll be back with more full time right after this. On behalf of the full timers, I would just like to say big thanks to Joachim Currid, who brings us our music intro. Check him out on iwakimkarad.com. He's also on YouTube, Twitter, SoundCloud, Bandcamp, Spotify, Instagram, and follow him on Facebook. Another big thanks goes out to Silent Partner, who brings us our outro. Check out their music on YouTube. And also thanks must go to the Polish Ambassador for the backing music for this promo. Check out the Polish Ambassador on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, Beatport, Instagram, Twitter, and on his website, thepolishambassador.com. You're listening to a podcast produced by Turangi FM 
number one iwi radio station in Aotearoa. We play each full-time session on Turangi FM Saturday mornings at 10am. You can listen in live on our Turangi FM media page. Just click the main Turangi FM logo to tune in online. Or if you're in the Gisborne area, we're on the radio frequencies 91.7, 95.7 and 98.1. Also check out the full-time Facebook page where you can listen to the podcast again. Make comments and click links that will lead you to other ways to listen to the podcast, such as Spreaker, iTunes, SoundCloud, Twitter, YouTube, Podchaser and Tumblr. Right, let's get back to the fools on Full Time. Second session here on Full Time. I want to send another shout out, of course, going out to our sponsors, Race Greg Motors. They are down there on Gray Street. Now, boy, one heck of a rugby league game um, was had last night between um, the South, uh, between South um, Rabbitohs and also the Manly Sea Eagles. Boy, one heck of a game, AJT. Eh, Mate, a cracker game, and it wouldn't be a game of rugby league without controversy. And of True. course, the referees came into their own again last night late. Mm. And I think gifted gifted South Sydney a win. You know, twelve point turnaround with uh, one of the hardest working players we've ever fought on a rugby league field, Jake Trebovich. Yep. Sinbin for what I think was an absolute joke, a penalty, yes, but definitely not a Sinbin offence. That's yep. that's absolute turning point of the game, and it cost them their season. And Desi Hasler was blowing up big time after the game, but you know it is what it is. Move on and. Uh, See you next year, boys. Like Jeff Moses said, come and sit next to us, Manly. <laughs> what, what did you reckon, um, Jay, uh, Reno? Yeah, mate, I tell you what. Um, I saw the build-up to the game, and I saw the Fox League build-up promotional advertising and everything because mm. the NRL finals is massive. This is what has taken over 20-odd years. And to see that little clip building up to the finals, I thought, wow, oh, this, is, um, this is real cool, real cool to watch. And I was anticipating, looking forward to the game, but... Obviously, as I've always said, the referees right at the round one. We talked about referees. Yeah. And look what happened. And we always said, come to the business in the finals. A referee is going to make or break the uh, end result, which sucks because these teams go handy for uh, their fans themselves over the uh, 20-odd weeks. And that was a stupid thing, uh, sending um, Dubojkovic off there. And, mate, just wrecked the whole game. Uh, I, I think... feel sorry for Manly and Manly fans. I really do. Desi Hasler will be blowing up. As JT said, but uh, the old one, old one, he gets another day in the finals. Old Wayne Ben and his boys, but done by the ref. Yeah, I, I think that it was just uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure if it was undue pressure from from you know. I mean, maybe he. It was one hell of a game though, wasn't it? And there was pressure pretty much all over the place. Maybe yep. um, maybe the the referee kind of cracked. Perhaps I mean I don't know. And, and, and the- that, that's the sad thing, Keith. It's probably one of the best games of the year. And yes. here we are talking about the referees rather than yeah. the skill and the dynamics, you know, ball playing and, and the big hits that were on show last night. And we're talking about the referees. I think there's a theory going around. I watched a bit of it this morning on TV about uh, the bunker might have intervened on that call because actually live it was missed and, you know, it was basically right. play on yeah. for, for, you know, a couple of moments later. And hang on, hang on, hang on. You see the guy going for his earpiece and yep, nodding his head. Oh, okay, hang on, take it back and then... 
yeah, you know, what, what do you know? Manly 26-20 in front, and all of a sudden, you know, they lose their number one uh, workhorse forward, yeah. and uh, in the blink of an eye, they go to 26-32 down. So, yeah, yeah costly moment for, for Manly. And two different sets of fans, too, boys. Um, it's like, like, you know, South Sydney is from Redford, one of the most struggling, you know, yeah. blue-collar working-class areas of Sydney, and Manly, the glory boys from uh, from the northern beaches. It's like living in Elgin, playing yeah. against some team from Wainui. <laughs> right, right. No offence to the Elgin boys. Beautiful, beautiful spot. <laughs> but great analogy. We get get what you were uh, get what you're trying to say there, um, um, there, uh, uh, JT. But uh, yeah, just wow. It was just one hell of a game. Um, that that was the main thing about it. Hey, eh, uh, hey, Reno. It was just one yeah. hell of a game. One great it was spectacle. Match up, match up right across the I field. know. I know. You, know, you saw Star take on Star, and you you, you yes. got what they des- what they get oh. paid, and you saw that on show last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that game was unbelievable. It was. It was. Yeah, one heck of a game. I mean. You know, uh, you could almost say that that could have been a grand final, and, and, and it would have been an epic one too, uh, if if it had come down to that. I mean, boy. Um, however, South Sydney obviously continue on. They um, their season uh, still go, uh, goes on there. JT. Yes, so they get the preliminary final against Canberra in Canberra next week. Canberra, of course, looked pretty good last week in beating the Storm and. Speaking of the storm, they back up tonight against uh, Parramatta. The winner of that one going on to play the Sydney Roosters at the SCG next weekend. Uh, so unfortunately, here for Manly, that's it's season done and dusted for them. But yep. um, it, it, a cracker game can't speak highly enough of it compared to a couple of blowouts last week, in particular the Parramatta Brisbane game. I mean, the, the Brisbane Broncos, six of them were out the night before uh, playing pokies in the pub till you know well after midnight. And, that sort of thing, you know, it's not illegal, but it certainly doesn't doesn't look good. Mm. Doesn't reflect mm. reflect well on the coach whether the coach has got any control over the changing room or not. But uh, it's certainly, you know, you don't, you don't mind your team losing, but to lose like that, the Broncos look like they'd thrown a the talent with about mm. twenty to go and just, you know, see that stuff it. We're out of here. Yeah, yeah. No, that was a very messy game. Uh, but however, yeah, should be a good one. He, let's hope that it's something like. Oh, and I wouldn't be surprised if it is something like um, last night's game there, eh, Reno? Yeah, it is, it is going to be close. Um, yeah, but I, I'm going to sit with JT, mate, and go for the boys in purple. Um, oh, no, you just jinxed us. No, class <laughs> acting. I think they'll, they'll bring the A game tonight. Uh, Para had a good win. The Broncos, man. What's up with that? I know. I know. What's up with that? Might have put the bloody Warriors in there would have done better. Anyway, that's True. another story. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. No, I think the, the yeah, mate, the Storm, Storm. I was hoping, and I think most would see. Yeah, now go to Storm, mate. Near the Storm. Hmm. Go the Storm. What about you, Ra? What do you reckon? Go the Storm. Oh yeah, always Keithy. Um, go the Storm. Oh, I think no. they've been the definitely gone. <laughs> well, the, Sides, um, you know, they, they leave a stigma with me. For some reason, I've always been, you know, a non-New South Wales side, whether they've been from Queensland or, or elsewhere. And uh, now the Storm, you know, all power to them, I reckon. Uh, they've got the side. Um, but they've just got that uh, that club that, in terms of sport in general, um, you like to base any sort of um, outfit on, you know, just, just the quality and just the um, how, what they install in, in the players and, and everybody associated with it. So... Um, um, look, I, I hope they go the distance. 
what do the Storm need to do apart from maybe get rid of um, supporters like uh, Ra Walker, JT? What do they? What do the Storm need to do, bro? <laughs> Warriors tried their uh, look, didn't work. <laughs> they just need to show up the defence and look. Parramatta came out guns blazing last week, and they'll be in a, mm. in a confident sort of a mood thing they can do it again. So Melbourne just got to grind out that win up the middle. And hopefully uh, Cameron Munster didn't go missing like he did last weekend. Cameron Smith needs to get more involved as well. Right. And just uh, they need to relax and stay calm and um, get that get the start right. I think the start cost us last week against Canberra. We sort of started right. slow and yes. didn't yeah. didn't get into it till after half time, and then we we're you know good enough to get in front, but not good enough to ice it. So yeah, look, the loss uh, while not the perfect um, you know build up, I think Craig Bellamy's experienced enough. He's got enough experience on the field to drag these boys across the line. But in saying that, I'm a little bit nervous. Parramatta got some strike power right across the mm. field. Ferguson, Gutherson, um, Keith Fanonga, Mike Acevo. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, well, they do. They, they what, and, and quite frankly, I think it's quite an amazing turnaround for Parramatta. Weren't they the um, wooden spooners last year? They were. They were the wooden spooners last year. And, and to turn around, you know... Um, Watch out! Watch out for them, and, and and you do got to watch out for them, eh, Reno? Oh, totally. You know, totally. You just don't know. Uh, you know, JT mentioned some of the strike power names, and you got the Haas as well, right across that paddock. Both teams bring stars, and <laughs> God, it could go any way. I just hope the uh, person conducting in the middle doesn't stuff it up. <laughs> that seems pretty likely, though, eh? The way things are going. What do you reckon, JT? I mean, I know last year we even last year we were we were getting stuck into the um, referees and how pedantic they were getting. But uh, yeah, it could be pretty much the same thing. What do you reckon, JT? Are you there, JT? Ooh, maybe. Mm. Ooh, what do you reckon, Reno? Yeah, well, I hope not, mate. I hope not, you know. Uh, we saw it last night and made it the 10 can break out and get to a comfortable lead. Now, referee can't get involved. You know, we've talked about this many a time in the NRL, especially around the Warriors and how we think they get ill-treated due to the referee or the bunker. Yeah. And Ra alluded to this uh, through our previous shows. Um, just got to get the points, get the tries and blow up the scoreline and then it won't come into play. Mm. Won't be as close as, as last night's game, you know. So if the Storm get the roll on, it all starts at the start, and JT said that. And the Storm, unfortunately, has some of those type of games where they yep. can start real good, and second half will be rubbish, and they lose. They don't get the right start. And I remember Kevy Walters saying that at the um, State of Origin over in Perth. Very similar structure. Yeah, it's going to be. They a... get the roll on from the start. If they don't, she's over. Yeah. Well, it's going to be an exciting game once again, though, wasn't it, Reno? Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a big game. I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait to see the wings going head-to-head, the halves going head-to-head. Man, big Nelson uh, up there up front. Yeah, it's a huge game. I reckon it'll be a big crowd there tonight. Should be, uh, yeah. Does, does it, does, do the, does it, do the timings clash? What time do the All Blacks play? Uh, round about the same time, I think. Yeah, round about the same time. Oh, no, isn't it a little bit earlier? If you watch it live, but if you watch it in the delayed... Yeah, it could be, could be about, mm, around about, about 9.45, I think. Yeah, yeah 9.45, kickle. Yeah, so... Oh, yeah. there you go, it's, it's 7.50 here, so it's exactly the same time yeah, almost. Yeah, 9.50, yeah, 9.50, I think the game kicks off here, mm. eh, Reno? Yeah. So, yeah, there'll be a lot of chopping and changing, I think, um, 
uh, certainly if you well I don't know it's going to be hard mm, I, so I have to wait for the, the delay the big game I don't know if there'll be a lot of you know for the Minnow team but South Africa they can upset us so you know all the Kiwis will probably return to that yeah yeah uh, most of them most not of, all of them yeah not all of them how very true <laughs> how very true but, I'm even saying that is, is rugby losing its it's it's shine over there. I mean, a lot of people, there's so many other sports available these days, like you know water sports and all that sort of stuff, and particularly amongst our Pakeha, you know, uh, friends, they sort of get intimidated by the big Polynesian boys. Go, oh, I stuff that. I'd rather go and you know go hiking or something. I I don't know. Um, I, I think I don't know. It it seems to be. Um, I I don't know how to explain it. It seems to be. Well, it's still there. The, 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 you know, there's always a, a huge hype, especially, especially, um, especially with, uh, uh, you know, fans our age and that. But I think with the kids, there, it's getting a little bit down. What do you reckon, Reno? Yeah, it is down. Their whole enthusiasm and everything like that, like us in our age group, mm. uh, around our coach and our sports, we grew up in amongst it. This whole new generation of kids coming through. So much other, even struggling yeah. to even engage with sport full yeah. stop. Some of them, yeah. Yeah, there's a massive decline in youth uh, participation in any sport these days. It's huge, and it's a major issue uh, in the country. Only about a month ago, five of the biggest codes come together. They are trying to fix it up because uh, it's been taken a bit of a backward step, and uh, participation with youth is uh, not necessarily the sporting code for some, um, and that rolls out in to where numbers are declining or people viewing as such as well. But, you know, there's us guys and ladies and others are hearty and will watch it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but the, the young ones are a different different breed, mate. Um, they're more the uh, digital world, and I don't want to start talking about that. That's another show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, times are changing. Times are changing. Do you reckon that to yourself? What do you reckon there, um, Ra? Yeah, well, the, the boys are right, all of them are right, yeah, and, uh, you know, sort of, um, can I call them aggressive sort of um, sports like rugby, league, even fighting sports, um, anything where there's that contact, um, it, was, it was reported, and I think Spark reports and some insurance council reports that um, there's a decline, and uh, it is a sign of the times, a lot of young ones would rather take their frustrations out on, on a computer screen or a big screen TV than on the field or on the court, so um, sadly it's uh, like a piece see where we're heading towards Keithy and uh, you know, I hate to say it, it sounds like science fiction, but very soon the only ones playing rugby and league will be computers on our, uh, robots on our behalf taking the big hits and uh, playing on the field, you know, like what you see on TV, so True. yeah, it could, could be sort of uh, sad times ahead, but uh, probably won't happen for a little while, but uh, probably will happen eventually, sadly. What's the feel like over there in Australia, in particular with league there, um, JT? Yeah, oh, pretty much the same. Although different structure over here, it's played a lot in, in the schools. So mm. you know, you, so and a lot of the Aussie kids love it. It's a little bit, dare I say, it harder than the ones back home. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But yeah, and, and, and saying that, I just want to make mention: there's a the Masters of Rugby League tournament starts this coming weekend uh, here in the Gold Coast at Southport Tigers. Uh, I think it's 120 teams, so from right across Australia, New Zealand, a few from the UK. Uh, so that's over 35 rugby league, and it's you know it's, it's normally a pretty good tournament. That one, so we'll head down next week and have a bit of a look. So, like Ra said, you know, our age group, it's fine. We're all good. We still love it, even like, older than us. You know, guys up to in their 70s still playing this tournament. So, uh, it's just the younger ones going to get on board, and um, don't know what it's going to take because uh, you know we come from a good generation. We got outside, kick the ball around, yeah. chase each other around hills, and all that sort of carry on. And 
you know, these days, uh, you know, sort of, what's the saying? I weep for the future. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. It's a, yeah, very, very different era. Now, sign I'm of a... the times, Kizzy. Sign of the times. Uh, you know, you could sort of, uh, think nowadays you could probably get into a fight and then be laughing about it, uh, you know, a little bit afterwards. Nowadays you get into a fight, you get sued over it or something. So, yeah, sign of the times. Yeah, true that. Now, our Warriors, our Warriors women there, uh, Reno, they... Um, they uh, go up against the uh, Dragons. When What time is that game uh, there, bro? Yeah, tomorrow afternoon, 1 o'clock, and uh, first time ever in this uh, competition, our Warrior Girls will be at home. Mm. Mm. So it's only $10 a ticket. That's all it is. Wow. At 10 bucks will get your uh, normal on the seat at Mount Smart. Uh, there's a big build up there as well. Uh, you can meet the girls, have your photos, selfies, everything like that. Got a bit of a uh, all-day fun event stuff for the kids and families and the girls and here yeah, trying to do it right, and Kizzy Apps and her uh, Dragon Girls are all in town, and we look forward to it, see what happens. But, yeah, big day tomorrow at Mount Smart. Yeah, excellent. Excellent stuff indeed. Uh, also, so What well, I don't like, mate, is uh, Putu Moala. Yes, I know. And the Crusher tackle, and that's uh, season over. You yeah. know, it's like, that's the only thing that's marred the opening round. Uh, mm. Great to see the competition in the second season. Love watching the girls uh, going head-to-head and seen some of these youngsters given the opportunity in the uh, rugby league game and mate there are some future stars here and it's good to see and it's going to be building up for of course maybe Pacific Island teams, Kiwi team, Kangaroo yep. teams so let's hope we can see maybe uh, one or two more rollouts of international games but just how they uh, ruled during the uh, judiciary and yeah, your lady there is a superstar and that's it over for the season which yeah, it could have been one game, that's all. Yep, indeed. Indeed. Well, that means also that the Roosters and uh, Broncos must be playing each other. That that game must be today, then, Arena. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, looking forward to that game over the weekend. And yeah, I just love it. I love watching the, the ladies out there playing league, mate. I reckon yeah. it's cool. Yeah, oh, I reckon it's cool too. And it's interesting because I was able to catch up a little bit with um, Nita Maynard, who plays for the um, for the Roosters now. Earlier this year, she was playing for oh gosh, who was it? Um, oh, I can't. New South Wales. Yes, yes, and she she won in a, a I think it was Player of the Year, um, from the Harvey was it the Harvey Norman, uh, Premier League or something like that. Anyway, I do remember her, her, her getting an award, which was just absolutely awesome because she, she's just you know she's just a hard worker, and it was interesting to see that um you know because she's got a young child, and there are a number of them obviously uh, these young ladies got to have to take their children to to training because you know and usually their trainings are um at night uh because it's not quite you know fully professional and it it just is interesting you know it's a slightly different dynamic i think in the way that um the women have to do things because you know in particular these women because a lot of them still work um uh, then then what uh, a lot of the men have got uh aj jt yeah, totally. I mean, the, the, to be fair, though, the competition is only in its infancy. So, you know, yep. we, we fast forward 10 to 15 years and hopefully it's a lot more developed and a lot more uh, structured in place for these women to, to have a fair crack at, um, you know, making a, making a career of rugby league. And I think that's not too far away, just around the corner. But you're right, sure. though. And um, I'm glad that Anita Maynard, uh, I'm sorry, Anita Maynard remembers you because obviously you taught her everything. <laughs> 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 well, uh, who was her father? Her father, Sydney, Sydney Maynard, very good, um, very good player uh, as well. Uh, and she had a sister, 
Aurelia Maynard, who um, also played in uh, the Hurricanes. Uh, I think she got selected for for the Hurricanes um, schoolgirls team when she was playing. This was many, many years ago, of course. So, yeah, it's just wonderful being able to catch up with... uh, well, with Hufano, uh, very, very proud of her. She obviously, first off, um, she represented Australia when she was over there. Um, but it means so much more to her and Hufano, I think, when she sticks a black jersey on. Eh? What do you reckon, Reno? Oh, totally. That's the pinnacle of uh, any young sports person uh, representing your country internationally. And but I enjoy watching the uh, young girl you're talking about. She's a tackling machine. Yes. You know, a nuggety little thing, but, mm-hmm. man, she is tough. Oh, tough, and, mate. Uh, yeah, it reminds me of the other girl. You know, I'm pretty sure you had a helping hand with her coaching as well. Is it Charmaine? Charmaine McMiniman. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I see she's actually signed up to be in the Warriors girls team next year, leaving oh, Union. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, no, I'm only you. fully in your league, mate. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised, though, bro, because I tell you what, she'll do pretty well in the era who's playing outstanding. Yeah. And I just want to recognise her for what she's been, uh, you know, receiving over the last uh, few weeks, the accolades and everything. She's just another power machine as well. She is. She is so indeed. Yeah, it's all you, Keithy, mate. <laughs> Hardly. Hardly. I, I very much doubt it was all me at all. Three um, tickets for you to the Warriors just, tomorrow. Just, just most of it. And then and, and the Guild Rugby. <laughs> <laughs> it might not, not might have been all of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something things tells me it was a little bit more than that. Anyway, what what else? Just real quick, um, Reno. What else has been happening around the traps there, bro? Yeah, well, predominantly it's all about the Rugby World Cup at this stage. Uh, V8 Supercars wrapped up in Pukekohe, mm. a bit of controversy there with uh, Jamie Wincup mm. uh, passing the. Um, um, pace car, the safety car thing, and that's all kind of happened. He's blowing up about it, and watch the space on this. I would guess he might be banned from racing at uh, Bathurst. I can't see that happening, but there was a lot of quality, also a bit of spray going on there. But on the flip side, the good result is our Kiwis came in 1 2. Scotty McLaughlin and his Ford Mustang, and they're breaking the uh, Craig Lowndes all time record of consistent wins during the V8 season, and Shane Van Gisbergen and his Holden Red Bull uh, coming home second. Uh, Tucks are on Wednesday, Sophie Pascoe, machine oh, in the water, yes. bro. Boy, she Unbelievable. Won. You know, not the way also uh, Noli Toto wanted to end off the uh, True. Sunshine Girls netball, getting hammered um, by New South Wales, which, of course, had um, Rory in their team as well, Katrina Rory playing for them. Uh, so she's going to be over here, I would guess, soon, uh, heading up north, catch her with some of the whanau up there and get ready for the Constellation Cup. Uh, Silver Ferns are back out on the court. Uh, should be a tough one, actually, because the Aussie girls will be hurting, obviously, after the World Cup. So that's all underway. Uh, and that's about it, from the top of my head. Mm, OK. Well, that's uh, cool. Now, um, to our listeners out there, we've got our full-time uh, Facebook page. Uh, you can go on there and obviously um, have a look at some of, or listen to, I should say, some of our, um, uh, either our new uh podcasts that have been released or some of our old ones so go on to our full-time facebook page also you can get full-time on stitcher spreaker anchor.fm google podcasts Castbox, youtube and tumblr and if you have an ipad or an iphone you can subscribe to full-time on itunes and now you can also get us on spotify i suppose the only thing for us to do now 
is for um, us to get our angst release. So let's do that by saying... Put the boot in! When I put the boot in, goes out to... Um, I don't know. There, there's these people, okay? They're, they're just people in general who are, who would, uh, I guess you could say, um, dumb. Uh, that's that's basically what my put the boot in is. Uh, you know, there's there's so many uh, comments about uh, well with um, the endeavour not being get not getting poor headed on and stuff like that. There's just some rubbish comments from both sides of the equation. So uh, my put the boot in goes out to all those dumb people in the world. That's my put the boot in. Yeah, my boots going into uh, Spark, and it's not just for the World Cup uh, issues. Hopefully, they get it right for their um, customers' sake. But uh, you know, Spark's track record is proven, um, and they were, they were given the, the the contract probably because they're a New Zealand company, which is all well and fine. We need to support our own, but uh, you know, try and do the job just for the you know for the sake of those that are forking out their hard-earned cash for for our national game. Uh, and that's my burden, just uh, not just Spark, but any companies that don't give you value for money. Put the boot in! Man, I'm going to put the boot into our bloody show full-time on every single website that's available for you to listen to our podcast, but it's not on the number one site in Gisborne. Something hub. Something hub. We have to fix that one up, boys. Put it on to that. Something hub. Here's my put the boot in. Put the boot in! Yeah, my put the boot in goes to the idiotic well, not the students, more the teachers that sort of, I reckon, persuaded these kids to, to have half a day of school yesterday and go and protest uh, climate change right across Australia. A, a, a better thing for the environment would have been to go and get some rubbish bags and go pick up rubbish in the creeks and on the beaches and all that sort of stuff. It's just a leftist uh, mindset which is dominating the world these days. And, yeah, these pricks need to get a life. Put the boot in! Something hub, eh, um, Reno? Something hub. We, we, yeah, we'll put, yeah, try and get our too. podcast on something Is hub. It- and the other one's fiddle too. <laughs> okay. Something hub doesn't start with T, does it? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna we're gonna variety of audience on that full time. I don't know oh. what their audience would be like. Uh, it'll depend on the pictures that we ha- <laughs> that we have to uh, put forward, I suppose. Something hub, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Number one in Gizzy, bro. <laughs> well, it's interesting. So, so um, yesterday, did, is that when that happened, um, JT? They had a protest. They did a march. Was it a march protest or something? Yeah, right across Australia, bro. So kids had half a day of school. I think the teachers just wanted a long weekend. Set the kids right. free and we'll bugger off to the pub. Fair enough, eh? Yeah, true. True. Sounds like that. Because I think you're right. You know, and, and not that I'm saying that I'm... Uh, I, I'm <laughs> Because there's this left, I don't know what you would call it, extremism that's just getting a bit way over the top, AJT. Eh, yeah, well, there's other examples earlier in the year, or not so long ago, actually, probably a couple of weeks ago, these idiots glued themselves to the road <laughs> and made arterials, arterials in and out of Brisbane, and I reckon just leave the buggers there. So well, once reckon... the sun comes up, yeah, that'll get them. <laughs> glued themselves to the road, so I would have paid money to see that. Glued themselves to the road, bro. Idiots. Oh, oh, right. You know, they're standing up for a cause and, uh, and there's been an idiot and I think uh, they take the cake in and, and that sort of uh, direction. Cleaning yourself to the road, gee. Yeah. There's plenty of them, though. Plenty of idiots. 
uh, I'll tell you that. But um, yeah, Clim climate, climate change has been here for years, boys. Just going after dinosaurs. I know. I know. Uh, ah well. Um, Ra, so uh, yeah, Spark oh, and so those companies. Might get here. I mean, you know, it is what it is. But they, they, they might get their rack together, and and uh, you know, Spark may end up, um, you know, sort of doing a good job with the the remainder of uh, the tournament. Um, you know, put it down to teething problems, maybe. But uh, all will be revealed after the ABS game. If it goes sweet, hey, this this will be all forgotten about, and uh, you know, because it is our, our national team. Um, I hope for their sake that uh, that they get it right tonight. Well, I. Yeah, I certainly hope that they get it right tonight because there'll be some major complaints, uh, and a lot well, of them will be money idiotic. For it, Keithy, they want to get their money's worth. Yes, of course they do. Well, what I don't get, eh, is that first of all you've got to pay for the app, right? Then you've got to make sure you've got a smartphone, uh, smart. Um, mm. What do you call it? Smart TV. And if you haven't got one of those, you have to go and buy yourself um, a, a Google Chromecast. Now. <laughs> I've yeah, got no, no. Funnily enough, um, I think I put something on social media. The, the uptake wasn't too fantastic, and it could be for those reasons too, Keith. You've got to get this, yes. and you've got to get that. Yes, That's exactly. The rigmarole or the it's issue of paying for the actual broadcast, you've got to have the the, the, the hardware and uh, yep. you know yeah, so you all that sort of thing. So yeah, it's um, that's one of those things, I suppose. I mean, you think digital digital technology for most people, for people like me, we just want to pay for the app. That's mm. it. We can get to watch yeah, it. Exactly. But no, we've got to get this and that and another TV and all this other stuff. Doesn't seem right, eh, bro? Doesn't seem right. And all that builds up a cost as well. Anyway, that pretty much ends us off here on uh, Full Time. want to say a big thanks once again going out to Ra Walker. Good to be able to catch up with you, bro. Yeah, bro, and uh, to the boys, have a good one in the league, and uh, here's hoping your uh, prediction don't come right tonight. Keithy, with that draw, I'm, I'm hoping that our boys can sort of uh, take it, sign, seal, deliver. And also, you know, our busy man, Reno Wilkinson, was a great catching up with you once again. Bro, it's always a pleasure. I enjoy talking to the brothers on a Saturday. <laughs> Stay off that um, something tube. Oh, oh, too late, bro. <laughs> and uh, remember oh, when you become famous as a yeah. counsellor, bro. Bro, I, I was looking for bloody Lisa Lewis. I found her. <laughs> <laughs> no, have a good weekend, boys. JT, awesome to be able to catch up with you too, bro. Yeah, thanks, boys. I've got to go get my uh, CPR accreditation uh, updated, so I'm going to go and learn the kiss of life, and hopefully not the kiss of death tonight. Go to storm. Tūrama FM.